I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I think that some people have an opinion about Dublin and like an ingrained idea which I don't think is true, okay. which, and I think a lot of people think, and they say it to me, there's nothing going on in Dublin, there's nothing to do here, and all this negative talk, and I'm like, you're insane. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me tell you something to do every night of the week, multiple things to do every night of the week. Derv is a Dubliner who has spent the majority of her adult life living outside of Ireland, mainly based between New York City and Mexico. We chat to her to get her perspective on Dublin since she has returned and also to hear about some of the challenges she faced as an expat living abroad. This is a great episode to listen to if you want to get some ideas for things to do and places to go while living in Dublin. We talk about a lot of different places, but I'll try and include links to all things mentioned in the description of this episode. Enjoy this conversation, and once again, a huge thanks to Derv for being on the show, our co-host Ross and Almo, but also to you, the listener, for supporting us and tuning in every week. Without further ado, here's our conversation with Dervla. Like a bad smell. Oh my god, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> so nice. It worked out well. Yay. I mean, look at all the lights. Yeah, nice. Nice, congrats. Really appreciate you doing this. Um, you're obviously a, a local to Dublin. You've gotten quite involved in the communities in Dublin and stuff, which is what we'll talk about a bit later. But um, you, you can we all, there. We all Everyone put it down. I'm like, I don't look like the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the sound. For the sound. Okay. Um, but you've travelled quite a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about where you travelled to and what that experience was like for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so the first place, well, before I left left Ireland, I had done a summer in New York and a summer in London. 
and I, for internships and I was like okay I love New York New York is the shit I have to go there I have mm-hmm. to live there and London I wasn't like as much of a fan of I was like it's kind of like a bigger Dublin it was kind of grey and not as like friendly not my vibe as much so when I left I finished college and then I saved up got the visa and was like I'm going to New York so I spent five years there and wow really wow. Yeah. I did not know you had yeah. been there for five years yeah Okay. Yeah. So great story to how I ended up being there for five years. Um, so like very determined and was like, I will do anything to like get a visa and stay here. Cause I was just like, that's, I just felt like at home there, you know, like I love Dublin, but there was just something like bigger in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, before I left, I was waitressing and, uh, you know, just saving up and I met this American family and whenever I met Americans, I was way nicer because they tip more than yeah. Irish people. So I was super friendly to these people. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then um, at the end, I was paying the bill and they were like, oh, yeah, what do you do? Um, what are your plans? And I said, I'm moving to New York. And they were like, we're from Westchester, which is like a really like wealthy area, upstate New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never had heard of it. And I was like, OK, cool. And uh, they'd asked me like what my plans were and I said I was going to get an internship or a job in the textile industry because that's what I studied in NCAD in Dublin. And they started smiling and I was like, okay. And then they came up to me after and they gave me their card and they're like, we own one of the biggest textile companies in New York. We'd love to help you out. Wow, and I was just like, mm, okay. yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. And my manager at the time was like, take a picture of the card in case you lose it. Mm-hmm. And of course I lost it. But um, <laughs> a, a week or two before I go to New York, I was like, oh, where's that photo? So I was like zooming or scrolling through my phone and I saw the photo and I emailed the email and I was like hey this is your waitress from Dublin um I don't know if you remember me but I'm coming to New York next week (laughs) (laughs) and I'd love to get an interview or if you can help me out and they were like yeah of course we remember you like CC is our EVP and she asked me to interview the day I arrived in New York and I was like okay give me a week (laughs) I don't even have a social security Mm -hmm. yet like yeah so I did the interview a week later they offered me the job and then after three months of interning, I started interviewing in other places. And they were like, where are you going? Why are you interviewing? And I was like, I need a visa. Like, are you going to sponsor my visa or not? Yeah. And then they were like, okay, we will. So I was like, cool. Wow, so then they decided to sponsor after my visa. Th- three, how did you say? Three months. Three months, yeah. Because I, I was very like, if you don't want to sponsor me, no worries. I got to go. I only have one year to find someone to get my yeah. visa done. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was on the J1. And then they were like, yes, we will do it. And I was like, okay, cool. So it's five grand. <laughs> and the first one they did got rejected. And then they did a second one for me like a week later. So, and I ended up waiting a couple of months in Dublin. Finally got that. And then got went back to New York for like the longer stint. How did it feel like being like, so we obviously talk to a lot of people generally who aren't from Ireland but have moved here and some of them have to like if they're from Mexico like we talked to Jess and you know often her ambitions are, are very closely connected to what visa she has what opportunities she might be able to get on a certain visa but you kind of you know have experienced that the other way around like how did it feel for you did you feel like frustrated that oh, why do I have to get a visa why can't I just come here and show them my potential or yeah. Was that did that was that off putting in any way? Did you not feel like, uh, you know, feck it, I'm just gonna go home where I don't have to have a visa or go through any of these kind of worries? Yeah, absolutely, I felt that. Um, so when I went there, I was 22. So all I cared about was like I was like I'll clean toilets. I just want to live in New York. So I was like so determined, right? But luckily, I did get a job where I learned a lot, and like you know, it was like a family in the end. Um, and they like re-sponsored me again after that. 
But uh, after a couple of the years, I think it was maybe two or three years, I was like, it's time for me to get a new job. Like I, I didn't want to be there anymore and like things had changed and we had moved studios and I just was like, oh, this isn't my dream job. It was relevant to what I was doing, but I knew that it wasn't actually like something I wanted to do long term because it was home textiles and I wanted to be in fashion textiles. But I was just so grateful mm-hmm. that they had done the visa for me and stuff that yeah. I was like, I'll just stay, I'll just stay, mm-hmm. whatever. And they were pretty like generous whenever I said like, I think I deserve more money. They kind of been like, okay. You know, they had been pretty sound to work for and my boss was an angel. So I started applying for new jobs and it was difficult. Like I had interviews that it went well and then it came to like kind of the next steps and I'd been like, okay, so I just need you to transfer my visa over. And they're like, how much does that cost? On the phone to lawyers, no word after that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So there had been two times where I was like so sure, like I would have been given this job if they hadn't, you know, had the visa issue. So I completely felt all the things you listed. And at the start of 2020, before the pandemic hit, I was like, this is the year. If I don't get a job, a new job, I'm leaving. Because I was like, I just wasn't fulfilling my potential. Like I felt really like capped where I was. Um, Yeah, I just was like, I didn't even care about the job. It was hard for me to like, you know, excel in a role that I didn't care about. Because I was just like, I don't want to design cushions anymore. (laughs) You know, so so 2020 was the year. I was like, I have to, have to, have to get a new job this year. March comes, half of my company get laid off, except not me. So I was like, okay, there's no way I'm getting a new job now. You know what I mean? So I'm going to hold on to it. I'm working from home, you know, doing the thing. And it was like, after a really fun summer, I'll be honest, it was a good summer in New York, the COVID summer, it was fun. Okay, because you were just in the back garden the whole time. (laughs) Just drinking and whatever. But by the time it came to like the end of August, I was 27 and I was like, okay, you can continue on for the next two, three years and be in the same place. So I was like, I'm gonna go back to Europe and yeah, be free without a visa. And so in the end, it was the visa was, the way you went was, back. Yeah, I was sick of it, and I was like, I just feel like, like I don't mind having to prove myself, but I felt like even if I was proving myself, it just it just wasn't being seen. And like, I don't even think five thousand is much in the ter- in terms of like these big companies, but like it just seemed like I wasn't getting it, and I was like, I'm not staying here anymore. It's <laughs> just it's hassle, isn't it, for a company? They're like administrative hassle they could probably you're going up against people who don't have yeah, that issue exactly and they're like well, okay it's a lot it's an easy choice so i was like, someone sponsored easily free no need for the hassle just as long as they have the equivalent of the pps there they're yeah. sorted like yeah. yeah yeah did that leave a sour taste uh no i love new york so much and i'm so happy for what it gave me and i grew so much there but i i actually did get granted another visa at the start of 2020 another working visa and i decided not to go back because i was just like yeah no um i and i'd already spent a year in mexico and been in dublin for a bit so i was like no way the freedom is way way better than whatever i will get in new york Mm, like um yeah, there's so many highs and lows about New York that I could speak on, but it didn't leave a sour taste, but I was like, over that period, I was like, okay, I'm done with that story yeah. and that chapter. And did you want to continue on, when you came back from New York, you come back to Dublin? Yeah. And did you want to continue on in the uh, in the textile industry, or let's say the fashion textile industry? And uh, if, if you did want to continue, what was it like trying to get into that here in Dublin after you came back? Okay, so there's kind of like a big year in between so I left in November 1st, I left 2020, I left New York, came mm-hmm. back to Dublin. Uh, I was working remotely for my New York company. Like I hadn't quit my job. Mm-hmm. I was still working remotely because I kind of lied to them and said I was going to come back. <laughs> well, I was just like, I don't want to be broke in Dublin. Like, yeah, let yeah. me keep this job. So 
six weeks into Dublin, it was lockdown, it was freezing. I was living with my mom and dad and I was like, hell no. I was like, I'm going back to New York. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> I was like, actually, there is worse than like not getting a new job. It's this. So, but... Uh, <laughs> a yo-yo going back. Yeah, oh, such a yo-yo. Yeah. And, but actually, like a big lesson came for me at that point because I think I was like so... For a minute, I was like ashamed about going back because I was kind of like, oh, people are going to be like, you just made such a big deal about leaving and mm. now you're back. And it's like, yeah. at the end of the day if you feel happy just do what makes you happy like don't worry about their what their judgments are like if you want to go back and forth between new york and dublin a hundred times do it until you feel satisfied somewhere mm-hmm. and so but the catch was covid i had just gotten a new visa but i hadn't got the stamp in my passport this is very technical but you have to go to an embassy outside of the country to get the new stamp to then re-enter mm-hmm. But all the embassies are closed because of COVID, emergencies only, and this was an emergency. So there was no way of me back into New York, except I found a loophole. Mexico, their embassies were open. So I was like, all I have to do is go to Mexico. Go to Mexico. Classic (laughs) American story. And, And I did. I went to Mexico. That day I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Mexico. Who do I know in Mexico? Is it safe? Can I go there? My cousin tells me that day he's getting married to his Mexican girlfriend in Mexico in six weeks. And I said, see you there. Can I stay with her family for three weeks? And he was like, sure. And I was like, cool. So then I go to Mexico. And then so a whole year happens. And then I can answer your question about re-entering the textile industry in Dublin. If you want me to continue. Yeah, keep going. (laughs) But so I get to Mexico. I'm working remotely. I make a second Instagram. My my work don't know that I'm not in Ireland anymore. They think I'm still in Ireland, but I'm secretly in Mexico. And I love, I love how you made a second Instagram other than not posting on Instagram. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm an Insta hoe. I'm an Insta hoe. Like I literally like. It's I, like you know being in the Secret Service or something. <laughs> second Instagram. Second Instagram. They'll never know. They didn't know, and they would how call me, you? and I'd be like trying to mute all the like you know crickets and all these like amazing jungle sounds <laughs> so um i booked my reaction behind behind <laughs> like, oh, no, it's, it's a green screen <laughs> yeah literally so i'm in mexico i booked my appointment for the embassy it gets it keeps getting pushed out for it's april then it's june then it's july and my company are like what's going on with the visa interview and i'm like oh i don't know finally i book it in mexico city i go to mexico city i go to the appointment and they're like are you a resident of mexico and i was like yeah I've been here for like eight months now and they were like no 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 you have to be like an actual resident we can't give you your visa here and then I was Mm. like oh okay so don't get the visa my boss gets let go and then I end up quitting that job because I loved my boss I didn't really love the job okay so that was like the end of the New York job still in Mexico (laughs) so (laughs) I I, I, was meant to be in Ireland (laughs) (laughs) so I finished out Mexico at the end of the year because basically I ran out of money and my sisters were getting married and one was pregnant and one just had a baby. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to come home to Dublin for a month and then go back to Mexico, which was my original plan. So on coming home December last year, nearly a year ago, um, I, you know, do the, the weddings and the babies and I'm kind of getting a bit like... I want to spend time with my sisters and the babies and my yeah. nana who was yeah. 98 so i decide to stay so then my parents are like give us rent money and i'm mm. like oh better get a job so i found it quite easy to get jobs in the textile industry here so i just oh, googled great. yeah i literally yeah. just like googled 
you know, textile jobs and there was a lecturer position going Griffith College and I did the interview and gave them a lecture and they hired me as a lecturer there. Oh, yeah. And then that was only once a week. So it was part time. I didn't ever think I would be a lecturer. And then I found another job working as a product and textile designer for Dunn Stores. So that was a full time role working with Dunn Stores in their kitchen. Um, so yeah, I didn't find it hard to get a job, mm-hmm. but I quit both those jobs since. <laughs> <laughs> you probably got like, I would imagine like New York is the place to get experience within design and I imagine it's quite competitive there. So you having experience on your CV, coming back to Dublin, small town in Dublin, I've actually found it like coming back here to be very small town, very slow. No, 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 I don't think it's slow. I think that some people have an opinion about Dublin and like an ingrained idea, which I don't think is true, which and I think a lot of people think and they say to me, there's nothing going on in Dublin. There's nothing to do here and all this negative talk. And I'm like, you're insane. Mm. I'm like, let me tell you something to do every night of the week, multiple things to do every night of the week because there's so much going on, there's so many amazing restaurants, there's so much talent in terms of music, comedy, magic, drag, dance. There is so much to do, and I don't think it's small town, it's super metropolitan, it's a convenient size in terms of small town, it's really easy to get around if you have a bike. (laughs) But, don't talk about public transport. (laughs) That's the worst part, but um, no, I don't think it's small towny. I got a bit intimidated at the start because I was definitely getting kind of comments more from like family, no offense to them and their beliefs, but it was very like, what about your savings? What about buying a house? Like you're still single. Like, are you going to end up being homeless and single at 50 renting with a bunch of 20 year olds? And like these kind of comments I was, <laughs> I, I was genuinely getting. And I was like that for a while made me feel like I'm in the wrong place. No one is woke here. Get me out. <laughs> <laughs> But then you just create your community and you find yeah. the people that you want to hang out with and then you realize there's a whole amazing mindset here as well. Yeah. Can we improvise something for a second? Mm-hmm. So imagine you have a friend, let's say you met them in Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, oh, I'm going to come live in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, okay, great. They're here for two weeks. Mm-hmm. They say to you, there's nothing to do here. What am I going to do? And you're like, right, I'm going to plan something for you to do. Um, for seven days of the week, so Monday to Sunday. Okay. So can we kind of try and improvise what we would, what we would think of doing for those people, Absolutely. for that type of person? Hundred percent. Okay, Monday. Um, is there any limit on spending? <laughs> reasonable. A reasonable. Yeah, I'm like we go for lunch know. every day. Um, <laughs> You're here trying to look for a job. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not a huge foodie, so I won't go into like restaurants. But okay. let's say there's a million restaurants, and yes. you'll have no problem finding good food and good coffee. So you start off the morning with coffee. <clears throat> okay. Um, okay, so nighttime circle sessions on a Monday, 100%. Mm-hmm. One of the longest running um, open mics. It's not the longest. I think the Ruby sessions on a Tuesday is the longest. That's 23 years. But uh, Monday, we're going to do circles. But let's say during the daytime, uh, we could go on a hike. I know it's outside of Dublin, but like we can go to Wicklow, Greystones, let's say you're on the dart, go to Greystones, do a beautiful hike. Okay, no, we're going to do the Braid of Greystones walk on Monday, okay? And then we're going to do Happy Pear. Amazing, get some nice food out there, and then we're going to come back to Dublin, chill, then we're going to do the circle sessions. Okay. And that is going to be amazing, and you're going to meet so many people that you're going to network with there naturally, no network bullshitting, just Mm -hmm. like good people who live in Dublin. 
Okay, so you're going to circular sessions <coughs> to meet people, to get like into a, a community there. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what the International Bar is all. Ah, brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The thing about the happy pair, great. Mm -hmm. If you're outside, be careful of the little birds. Because they will, if you're like a step Steve away from your food for like a second. <laughs> they only, they're little, little ones. I can't remember what type it is. They just kind of jump down and they're on your plate and you're like, oh, well, that's that done. Um, because one time I went out, I was like, right, I put my food down. I was like, I need to go to the toilet. So I just left my food and then I came back and there's loads of birds all over my food. And I was like, well, maybe my own Rocky thoughts, mistake. But, yeah. yeah. So just, just a note if you're going to the happy pair. All right, so we have one Yeah, so Circles is a mix of music, poetry, um, comedy, everything great community run by Seamus and Roisin and it's, it's a lovely lovely night okay so on Tuesday we're going to do an outdoor thing again it's it's sunny every day and let's just do why not do like the Hoth cliff walk so mm. we can go to Hoth get the dart out to Hoth get some fish and chips keep an eye on the seagulls yeah much yeah. bigger birds it's always yeah. the birds always it's the birds birds is the word yeah um and we're gonna, gonna make a dublin joke there yeah we're well, i was gonna say you gotta watch out the for the birds <laughs> <laughs> they'll steal your food or <laughs> your chips down. they will steal your food yeah. and maybe yeah. your big jumpers as well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah let's do like Hote, stunning, such a beautiful walk oh my gosh yeah. best views ever yeah. and nice. you know you get your fish chips and then come back to dublin and you go to the hottest multicultural variety show in Dublin. Dices. That's Sunday. That's my Sunday. Fair, fair. Sorry. Okay. The Flow Show. The Flow Show. There's a selfless promotion here. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about The Flow Show. Oh my gosh, The Flow Show is just so great. So The Flow Show is, what I said, multicultural variety show that I set up this April and it's in the workman's every Tuesday. And I set it up because I wanted to cre create and meet more musicians and poets and in that terms, in th those terms of creativity, because I had my art and design friends, but I was like, where's all the musicians at? Because like, I love music, I'm obsessed with music and I just wanted to be involved with that kind of community. And I'll be honest, I don't remember when that came to my mind, but I do remember I told someone I fancied I was going to do it. And then I was like, okay, I really have to do it now. Yeah, so it now, like, yeah. I was like, oh shit, well, how am I going to do this? So just emailed a bunch of places. Workman's got back to me, texted everyone in my phone. Like, hey, this is Durbla. I haven't been here in six years. I'm back. Come to my show. Mm -hmm. and I, I begged all my friends who were musicians or poets to like take part mm -hmm. and they did and the first show was amazing and then after that it was word of mouth and I didn't have to beg anyone That's and right. people just started signing up and we usually have like a two month waiting list now to perform Okay. Wow. So it's it's, good. it's very good, yeah. And the talent is like insane. Ross yeah, is one of our yeah. poets. Ross is good. And he's Ross amazing. Good. Ross is very good. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. Um yeah. And um yeah it's insane it's just it's just been so gorgeous like this year has just been like the community is magical everyone is like so warm so accepting so supportive and the talent is insane it's not like open mic you know you have some like crappy comics and like real beginners people like I actually curate it I look at everyone's work before they get to go on stage I've said no to people not in a way like you you're not allowed I've said no to only people who have said like inappropriate things in their jokes yeah. or if they're like rapping about you know getting with your mom and all this kind of <laughs> stuff because yeah. there's been stuff like that which I think is fun on other stages but the flow show in particular has like a very um kind of like safe space 
like vulnerable stage like people get up and talk about like they'll be doing poems about like their trauma and things like that that have mm-hmm. happened to them so like I can't have someone like talking about who they're riding and then the next girl being you know talking about this so yeah, yeah. it's very the, the talent is like crazy like mm. and I really don't even need to sell it I don't make money off it it's mm. just like it genuinely is like so talented such a talented place every every night someone comes up after and it's like that was amazing mm. that was incredible oh my gosh and I'm like yeah and it's very inclusive like it's an open door anyone can come and join the community and that is where you're going to meet good people who know what's going on in Dublin so like yeah. in that night in itself you're going to meet people who will just like open a million doors for you yeah. because yeah. everyone also has their full-time jobs yeah. you know what I mean so you don't know who you're talking to like an architect or like you know someone who works in stocks like it's just mm. going to be so very to network <laughs> and it's relaxed as well you can have a beer and stuff and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The venue in the workman's there. You've the little back room. Uh, in the vintage room. The yeah. vintage room, which is super nice, really, really kind of cozy. The wallpaper is really nice as mm-hmm. well, and then uh, you get the nice view of the lift field. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of similar to similar to us. We're continuing to expand uh, over the last couple of weeks. You have a new member part of the flow show as well. Oh yeah. Uh, Scott. Do you want to explain <laughs> how you kind of got, went from a one woman uh, operation to a one woman, one man. Yeah. Um. So it, it was. It wasn't really. It was always one woman. I d- I still do all the work. Scott co-hosts with me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. But he basically was just like some young lad who came back from traveling and felt like he didn't see enough kind of interesting things happening in Dublin. And his friend Dara had played at the Flow Show a couple of months beforehand with an amazing band called Miam, and Dara had brought Scott. Scott had seen it, he went traveling, he came back and he just approached me one day and was like, hey, um, I really like what you're doing, can I help? And in my head I was like, what, what could you possibly do? Like, I don't know what you would do. Like, you don't, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna talk to the people on Instagram, I make the Instagram posts, like I host. Um, but I just wanna mention, besides Scott, Andy is my sound guy yes. and there would be like nothing without the sound mm-hmm. guy. So like Andy is like very yeah. like core. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He so, might not be like at yeah. the front. Well he is, he's a character. So he's always making jokes and he's so great and funny. But sound, he's sound man. Mm-hmm. He is great. Um, but Scott basically um, helps me co-host, um, which I enjoy, but definitely kind of felt like I wasn't sure about it for the first while. Ego-wise, 100%. I was like, this is kind of my show. And like, I want to present it how I want to present it. But he is such a genuine, nice guy and actually has a way better business and brain than I do. So like, he's very good at thinking about like the future and the building and the finance and like, how can we monetize? Which is like, I kind of, I'm not anti that at all. I would love to make money off the show, but he's very more focused on that. Like that's his background. So he's kind of like, I feel like we could just make some tweaks and maybe it will like just be beneficial in the long run. We can invest more in the show. So a little bit, turn it into something good for not just the people, but you as well. Exactly. Like we put, I put a lot of energy in. So we're going to, yeah. There's any shame in that. No, not at all. So yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to have Scott on and he's a really good co-host. He's definitely relaxed into it. It was the last show where he did a really good job. So, yeah. Yeah, we should try and chat to him as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. If he wants to. Yeah. So that's Monday and Tuesday. Uh, we're moving on to Wednesday, halfway through the week, hump day. What okay. uh, what's, what's out there in Dublin? Okay, cool. Um, So I feel like at this point we can go and see some art. Uh, there's so much art going on. The National Art Gallery got redone a couple of years ago and it's just such a gorgeous place yeah. like it's such a stunning place just to walk through like just the building itself let alone the actual art in there so I would go in there and like 
check out all the halls and just walk around and chill they've got like a nice coffee shop in there and there's just loads of like gorgeous things to see mm. you could spend hours in there just chatting that little block so you have obviously the parliament bu- buildings mm-hmm. you have the national gallery the dead zoo the archaeological museum <laughs> and the, the dead zoo which is the natural uh, the natural museum yeah. uh, and then you have the dublin library i think on the other side beside mm-hmm. the archaeological museum so that whole little yeah. section there that uh, like square mm-hmm. off the Gare street it's Easy. absolutely great all yeah. free right all free yep. just all free yeah, yeah pre-book I think yeah that's such an I love that space and then across if, if I could swap this actually to a Thursday just because I know there's a market in th- on Thursdays in Marion Square yeah. Yeah. that my friend works at and that's a really good food market okay. yeah. um, so I would do that and on Wednesdays we have the Smithfield Creatives mm-hmm. which is an open mic again so the difference between the flow show circles and Smithfield is circles is all open mic and with one feature. So they book in one feature, usually sometimes two, but they'll book in a feature, which is 20 to 30 minutes. And then everything else is one song, like five minutes, five minutes up. Mine is everyone gets 10 to 12 minutes, the flow show. So you have to pre-sign up. And then Smithfield is two or three features, different amounts of time. And then a few open mic spots. Okay. So they all vary in that sense. Where is that one exactly? I imagine I know it's in Smithfield, but where it's in Smithfield? So it's actually not in Smithfield. <laughs> <laughs> That's the curveball, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it started in Smithfield, and then it was kind of in Stanley Batter. They were bouncing around between different pubs and stuff, mm. and now they're in the jar on okay. uh, Camden or Andrew Street. Um, Camden, Wexford Street. Yeah, yeah the jar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So up there, and they have kind of the upstairs garden area. That's where they do it. All right. That's gorgeous. Super cozy and really nice. It's a nice little like. Yeah. Uh, the, the venue look it looks kind of rustic kind of outdoors but then they've loads of heaters as well so you're nice and warm unless there's a staff party going upstairs which was the night I did it super loud it was just loads of like music and people trying to so but it's yeah. a really nice venue good spot yeah the that's run by Adam Kelly mm-hmm. and he set that up um, in 2021 August 2021 so he's been doing it every year and now he has Anne Condron Anne Condron a vagabond queen she goes by mm-hmm. as her poetry name that's his co-host now okay yeah and cool. they're both great and they're both poets on the scene as well um, so I would do Smithfield in the evening um, that's Wednesday. Yeah, then we're, <laughs> we're we've got good. We've got a good three days so far. Had a great three days. We're very cultured. We are. Yeah, we're but getting to meet people, multicultural environments. Yeah, that's it. Watch some talent, see some art. Yeah. Um, are we gonna kind of let loose a little bit on Thursday? What's the plan for Thursday? Well, I feel like we're drinking at all these events. FYI. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At least a point. At least one. You would yeah. have eighteen drinks in one week. Well, you've only had three a night, so that's okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah honestly like I'm not really a partier so I you won't really be letting loose at me like you're not going to be out until four in the morning but um, that's like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday Thursday I like live music so I would go to Dashi which Dashi it's around here it's, 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 Dashi, it's um, a really cool little bar Bonobo. Mm, yeah okay. Down there every Thursday they have jazz yep. and um, yeah it's like Luke Howard I don't know if he's like um, a house band now but he plays there quite often he's an amazing piano player and singer oh my gosh and he always has like really good musicians around him so there's jazz there every Thursday 
Cool, so, I've never heard of that before. Dashi. Yeah, it's deadly. Food is class right yeah. next to orange soup, it's called, I think. Yeah, something. it's like, yeah. is it Asian? Indian yeah, I think it's, they yeah. have Korean dishes and mm-hmm. Japanese dishes. It's so good. That's mm-hmm. a Thursday. The fried chicken there. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> Japanese fried chicken is unreal. Another really good place for Japanese fried chicken is Rustic on um, Georgia Street. Beside Rustic Sen? Rustic Stone, yes. Yeah. Uh, serious Japanese fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. the best there you go. stuff. Are Rustic Stone still in business? They are still in business. Uh, I think they would revamped it inside. Uh, I think the downstairs is not so much downstairs anymore. Is this the place that went on fire beside John Storrs? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's right on the corner. Yeah, it's right on the corner. Um, but I went in upstairs. Really crispy chicken there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Japanese fried. Japanese fried. Uh, the only thing is... Momo on the scene for his <laughs> podcast. I'm out. Get it right. <laughs> Uh, the only thing is, if you go upstairs, it's kind of like a little wine bar type thing. And they'll come down and they'll ask you what you want and you can order there. But it's costs you like five euro for that table service when you could literally walk two meters and just order at the bar and okay. it won't cost you anything. Good tip. So, uh, yeah, that was the one thing that kind of got you at the end. Didn't even tell you that it, you were going to be paying for that table service. Mm. So oh, I really? They, li- they added it onto the bill? Added onto the bill. So I felt a little bit... No, not that I... I'm just like, hmm... Yeah. I, I would have gotten up for yeah. five euro. Yeah. I would have gotten up and just walked over to the bar. I'd mm-hmm. prefer to give that five euro as a tip. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. But uh, I love Rustic Stone. So mm-hmm. I used to work in Fade Street, and they're owned from the same company. Oh, yeah. And okay. yeah, I have a soft spot. There's a lot of good chefs in there. Like yeah. Fade Street Social. Fade Street least, Social, okay. the tapas bar. It's mm-hmm. not there anymore. They Is it gone? The, they have the restaurant, no tapas. Okay. But uh, yeah, I love that company. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Thursday is Thursday. 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 We didn't do the daytime. Daytime Thursday, I would bring them to the Botanic Gardens because I love the Botanic Gardens. I thought we were having Marion Square. So put the Botanics on Wednesday. Okay. And then put the the art on on Thursday. Thursday. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Brilliant. I like it. Cool. And then so Friday. Yeah. Okay, so Friday. Um. By the way, you're doing very well. We're putting you on the spot here. Yeah. Oh no, like I, I have people visit me all the time. Yeah. So like just from like Italy or like your New York or LA, like I genuinely have a lot of visitors, so I always have ideas in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um I would still do more art. I would bring them to Imma. I just love Imma mm-hmm. so much. So I'd bring them up there. And if I'm up at Imma, the Irish Museum of Modern Art, yeah. I would also go to the Phoenix Park and show them the deer. Yes. Yeah. I did this with my friend. We cycled into the Phoenix Park. She saw the deer. She was like in awe. We did Emma and then we climbed some trees in the Phoenix Park and nice. it was so nice. That's oh my day. gosh. Yeah. It was such Climbing a nice trees day. Nice. Yeah. Also, I'd make them get a bike. I got my friend to get a city bike because I'm like, I'm not busting it. No. You have to get on the bike and I nearly killed her a few times. <laughs> uh, a, the policeman, the Garda, pulls over because I went through a red light and he was like, are you aware you just did? And she was all American and scared and I was like, they have no power. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. But this guy was like milking it. She was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just visiting my friend. And I was here like, oh, I roll. And he was just like, do you drive? And I was like, no. And he's like, we're better off, aren't we? Because you just <laughs> went. I was like, okay, thanks. 99% of our listeners are guards. So <laughs> so yeah Emma for sure and then a Friday night like I, w- I will take them drinking yeah for sure let's go drinking um, my favourite cocktail place is um, it's called Glovebox Glovebox it's in the Trinity Street car park upstairs it's where the Peroni has the Peroni used to be yeah and it's like basically a car park that's been converted into a dope 
bar uh great cocktails it's like literally just like artwork everywhere like still the yellow lines on the cement and just like wooden kind of benches with fur on them and then you just like drink some cool cocktails there um i love that spot and they also have alta winter garden have you heard of this place mm. and it's like a tasting menu only no yeah, it's really cool. It's very hidden. It's not really on the map. Mm. You have to just know, go into Trinity Street Car Park, go to the fifth floor, you walk through, and then suddenly mm. it's this like, unreal bar. Because really it used to be the Peroni House of Peroni uh, on the back of Dame Lane. Oh, maybe uh, I'm not there. But no, but that was, I think, a pop for a while. So I didn't mm. know they actually had a full Peroni bar. Uh, yeah, no, th- it's not a Peroni bar at all now. Mm. I might be, I thought I was in the same place. But yeah, anyway, that's a really cool place that I would bring people to. Nice. Um, would I bring them for dinner? If I was going to bring them for dinner, I would bring them to the Port House on South William because nice. they have yeah. cheese with honey there. And it's that I would order about so six of those. The Spanish way. Is that the oh. kind of melted cheese yeah. kind of honey thing? Yeah. <laughs> What's like, the name of that? I don't know the name. Queso, really? queso con miel. Queso con miel, yeah. But well, it's cheese with honey. Like. Yeah. <laughs> there is a specific <laughs> name, name for it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, you let us down there. How's your the, Spanish? Muy <laughs> bien. <laughs> 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 We're probably the best out of everyone here. I'm, I'm I, terrible. My Spanish is pretty good, I would say. Yeah. I'm living in Mexico, but I don't know. Is it? I think my Spanish is think pretty you guys good. should have a little yeah. two-minute conversation. <laughs> 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 yeah, probably. Put the subtitles on for me. Yeah. ¿Qué dice Dora? Can you say cheese? So yeah, definitely I would go like um, Porthouse. Oh my gosh, so good. And then I would bring them to the glove box. And then I don't even know where I would go dancing. Like I would probably bring them to like a salsa bar, maybe river bar, because mm-hmm. I love salsa dancing. Um, and I would, I'd find somewhere like, I don't like to go to like clubs. Like I wouldn't really be going to like um, the palace. What is it called now? The palace, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Camden. 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 Yeah. Like. Yeah. I love I love the music, but I hate queuing up. So I'm like, we're going to a place where we know we can just go and actually dance. Yeah. And yeah, I like the energy there. So I would probably go to Riverbar if they still have salsa, but I'm not sure if they do. Yeah, they do, they do the dancing downstairs. And Dumb. I've actually never been since it became Riverbar. Maybe I have, but a long, long time ago. Yeah. And I'm kind of the same way. These days, I, I find myself getting... Like, I think I'm getting old. Yeah. Um, you don't like people, you don't like queuing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. I was in a place there a couple of weeks ago, and it just took so long to get a drink. <sighs> yeah. um, and, you know, it was, in, it was one of those places where uh, it was like all of the girls were getting served, mm. and I was just standing <laughs> there like a spare tool mm. for so long. And I was like, oh, man, just give me a beer, please. Um, and I was rammed busy and I was like oh, I don't I don't enjoy this like yeah. I used to um, and it's weird that I used to but I think I used to be so so stociously drunk that that's yes, how I enjoyed it was it. you had to be drunk um, yeah. yeah and I think as you get older sometimes it's like getting drunk isn't as easy as it used to be mm-hmm. you build up the tolerance <laughs> yeah you know? need the, to do a month cleanse the, the, yeah. day, the day after the week after oh, we just yeah it's not worth it but it was also the pre there's like the the, the fear of being hung over. Yeah, yeah. that stops you. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, uh, we, the three of us went out for a few beers and not so long ago. Yeah. yeah. I left early because I was like, I go one more and I'm done tomorrow. I yeah. just can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and these two young books continued on well, till <laughs> one o'clock in the morning. We tried. Oh. <laughs> we did try. One a.m. Yeah. 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 I was going at nine. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not okay. 
Frank Ryan's they've got some I saw on Unreal I went to a gig there a couple of weeks ago on a Sunday and Oceana Vibes were playing mm-hmm. oh my mm-hmm. gosh an amazing you should check them out if if this person visiting me was here this Sunday as in today you take them there I would bring them to Farrier and Draper tonight Fiona Lachlan is having her Emerald Sessions which is a monthly event and they're playing and loads of other good people are playing tonight nice. in Farrier and Draper like that's where okay. I've been there we go. so many links that we're going to have to put into oh my gosh sorry yeah <laughs> I'll provide yeah yeah that would be great nice. um, boom alright we have more we've got five days done yeah. I think you have to sleep on one yeah. Yeah. yeah one of the days is couch day you know what I think not in my life there's no, no couch day okay right <laughs> um, will we go Saturday then yeah let's do Saturday okay so let's say we don't want to start drinking like super early I would bring them to we're getting a brunch on the Saturday we're getting brunch on the Sunday what's the what's so, the protocol for it's so funny because I really would like ask me three years ago and I would have been like this is where we're going for dinner brunch dinner brunch but now I'm definitely more like event focused okay. but um like brunch Cleaver East I love Cleaver East for brunch mm-hmm. my friend's the head chef okay I'm going okay. to shout out all my friends places <laughs> but it is genuinely Shameless. really good Okay. Um, bang, bang Where's restaurant. Bang. It's so good. Where's Cleaver East? It's um next to. It's on Essex Street, next to uh, Bono's Hotel. What's it called? Oh, the Clarence. It's a part of the Clarence. Yeah. Okay. Ah, okay. Yes. We've passed. We tried to go in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not tried. Uh, we wanted to have a coffee, failed, but failed. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't. And then Roberta's actually like literally one door down mm. from there. Really good brunch. That's a great, mm-hmm. and it's a really like beautiful location. Bang yeah. restaurant for dinner any night of the week. That's bougie, but it's mm. so nice. I yeah. love mine. Yeah. Um. But yeah, on a Saturday, what would we do? I'd say I would just like chill on a Saturday, like maybe mm. just like go for a walk on the canal or something, mm-hmm. yeah, and nice. get a coffee, and then um I would, I would go to the tea gardens, which is on the Keys. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of Japanese this place? tea yeah. gardens? I don't know if it's Japanese. It's run by a Russian guy. Yeah. The one where you sit down on the inside, yeah, yeah, it's so chill, and it's just like they brew your tea and. It's it's actually having problems right now. They they're having landlord fights, so they don't have any electricity. So okay. everything oh. is he- heated lit. with like, you know, candles. It's a feature, not a bug. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of a bit cold, but they give you blankets and it's hot tea. So I hope that gets resolved because I was gone there for years. Yeah, and yeah. Like yeah, it's been around a long time. It's a really yeah. cute place. I yeah. love that spot. Yeah. And I feel like I would just walk down Capel Street. There's so many nice little like cafes and restaurants and cute little spots there. I love Capel Street, like Misashi if you want like cheap Asian. Yeah. And there's yeah. just so many good spots on Capel Street. It's like buzzing. Yeah, we, we, we like Capel Street. So last Wednesday we hosted an event uh, in the Black Sheep on the top of Capel oh, Street cool. for the podcast. Oh went down really well. Oh, it was our Christmas cool. event. Oh, uh, we had a couple of comedians. We had oh. Nia and Sean who were on the podcast previous. Um, and then we did a little quiz. And uh, yeah, it was good. It was, it was great, great fun. fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I missed we it. Like, we like Cable Street. Cable Street's what the day home was of it? Life in Dublin. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it was on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do another one maybe, in, probably in February. Cool, cool. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I love Cable Street. It's just, it's really like dub. It's really dub. It feels just really Irish and authentic. I love that street. And Asian. <laughs> and Asian. <laughs> and Brazilian. And Brazilian. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's that shop where we get the sweets? Is that, would you call it a Isla. Turkish shop? The, yeah, Turkish, Eastern. Ab- Arabic in general. Arab, yeah, Isla. Oh man, they do those. So what do you call it? Baklava. Baklava is fish. Isn't baklava. That, baklava, that's Greek, isn't baklava. it? Baklava, no, it's Turkish, no? Yeah. The crispy. Well, yeah, yeah, with the thin pastry. pastry and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's Pistachio Greek. But it could be, it could be just a mix of it. so good. Baklava. Yeah, something like that. Um, not the one you wear. That's balaclava. 
That's it. For yeah, our dyslexic good. listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably about 90% yeah. of people. All the sweets in there. <laughs> and her sheep. Uh, and some of the managed posts. To insult, <laughs> managed to insult everyone in this. Well, <laughs> okay. The sweets there, really, really nice. So good. Yeah. And then they have the pizza breads and the budek and all the cheesy stuff. It's so mm. good. Yeah. It's so good. Mm. So I actually discovered that place initially from like a food blog that's now become incredibly popular oh, yeah. called All the Food. Yes, it's a really good. You got now, me that one. It's now uh, I think you have to pay. I don't to like get like the extra yeah. content or whatever. Okay. Um, but they do some really good reviews of restaurants in Dublin. So I always say to people, if you're looking for a good place to go, go to all the food. Their Instagram, for example, they'll have. It's all of those kind of little kind of places that maybe you, you wouldn't think has something yeah. amazing inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you said, that kind of pizza bread or whatever. It's not. Yeah, the, whatever the name of it is yeah. um, is sensational it's so mm. good and the sweets that they have there are so good as well yeah, and it's easy to just walk by it because there's so many shops there mm. yes no, Cable yeah. Street's good yeah, yeah. it's um, fun you can spend a whole day in Cable Street yeah like yeah. morning to night and do everything you want there that's true <laughs> that's it there didn't it get raided like some like, Cable Street? It got rated as one of the coolest streets in, in Oh yeah, oh, in, in Europe. Rated. 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 Yeah, I think it's rated. rated. I heard rated. Yeah, like the SWAT team. Or rated. Something got rated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it got Excuse rated me. the whole street. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of work. Yeah. Is there that many guards in Dublin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's a cool place. Okay. Alright, we have Saturday nicely lined out. Or what are we doing Saturday evening? Or Saturday evening. Is that fine? Um yeah, but after the restaurant. <laughs> I, I would definitely go to, I would definitely go to a gig I would okay. go to a gig like I would say I've been I've been going to Shine a lot recently mm-hmm. and they always have good music there lined up like it's definitely more on the like metal rock side of things but earlier on they might have like some folk um, I would bring them to Shine or the Cobblestone Mm-hmm. Because like just kind of the cobblestone, if they're they've never been in Irish and they want something really authentically Irish, yeah, definitely bring them there. Um, but Sinead, just in general, I've gone to a few gigs recently there that like have just been class or like Whelan's or Ansha. I would bring them to like anyone. I would just look up the gigs and see like where what's the hot gig tonight. Good idea. Yeah. You know? Yes, that's cool. Yeah. Go with the flow. So, yes. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other flow. <laughs> Uh, yeah. And Sunday, we rest on Sunday, Sunday go to, go to mass, <laughs> eat bread and water. What would I do on Sunday? Um, I would, hmm, like I definitely would try to take it easy, I would say, but um, I'm not sure what it's I would do. It's been a good week, so. Yeah, it's, it's been, been a good week. week. Yeah. Probably, probably, uh, yeah. You could do another nature day. Like, I would, I would chill, to, yeah. but also like, there's just so much going on on Sundays that I, I would just do a little Google or something, but I would say, hmm, what would I like definitely do? What's always on on a Sunday? Hmm. Hmm, there's nothing always on on a Sunday, but like, I don't know. There's Pop-ups. different markets. Yeah, markets. Yeah. Markets, yeah. Some shopping. I haven't brought them shopping. Yeah, there's there's yeah. so many good little vintage stories. Yeah. Agitate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would bring them, yeah, to some, maybe some of the vintage stories, get some like nice Irish snacks or something hmm Stevens Green Grafton Street is oh Stevens Green Shopping Centre is beautiful around Christmas mm-hmm. as well yeah, that's yeah. true I used to do a shop a shop day snack and shop day maybe nice. yeah so you'd have like in terms of markets you have I, I can't I'm going to get this wrong but you've got the Zeitgeist in uh, Smithfield every third Sunday I think okay. of a month 
Um, then normally you have the Dublin Ace Market. Mm -hmm. The Liberties. Every month. I think that's the last Sunday mm -hmm. of every month. Mm -hmm. um, these are all outdoor markets that have actually stopped. Uh, so they stop normally from like November to January. Probably will start again in February. Um, then, I mean, there's loads of other ones around. But like even just walking around Georgia Street Arcade, like Georgia Street Arcade is yeah, cute. Like there's pop-ups around Temple Bar. There's like, I've seen little stalls around Temple Bar, like the new side. Mm -hmm. um, What's that little square next to Dublin Castle with the square bollards in the middle that's in front of the Olympia? There's, there's markets there, there isn't yeah. Oh, there's books yeah. there sometimes. Books, yeah, I've seen books records, there. Records, mm -hmm. secondhand stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not huge, but I've okay. seen like mornings, I think it's there on the weekends or mm -hmm. not sure what day, if it's Saturday or Sunday. But okay. they do stuff everywhere like yeah. yeah yeah and the christmas markets are coming so many christmas right markets in the dan in the well the dandelion markets in mm -hmm. the well every or once a sunday mm -hmm. month as well the one in dublin castle the christmas one is very nice is they there? have the spinny ferris wheel and oh, yeah. of stuff cute. mulled wine coffee crepes nice christmas stuff ice skating ice skating you can go to that's a good sunday where is it blanche i think there's definitely one in blanche and there could be one in Dundrum as well yeah, Thunderland. <laughs> is that still around? No idea. <laughs> but there's ice skating in the world, yes, for sure. Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Thunderland. Classic ice stuff. Vomit, yeah. sawdust everywhere. Just yeah. one of those things, the, you know, they haven't, it not, there's no sense to it. Like a roller coaster, I'm all on board. I love roller coasters. Mm -hmm. But those things, uh, I can't remember what their name is, where they basically just spin you around Spinning and turn you upside no you heard about the wall the wall give me a bit more credit thing. than that uh, <laughs> they're called the waltzers actually the waltzers they're the spinning teacups no the, the spinning teacups are, are literally teacups and they just go around and they kind of spin mm. but the waltzers <laughs> they go upside down mm. at least the hardcore ones oh, do maybe, maybe. you know I'm if not, you're like I'm hardcore, hardcore I'm not hardcore enough know. for the waltzer yeah you know, I can only remember um, <laughs> that, that's a bit of crack as well. Good choice. Geez, go. fair play. You've given what us so week. much stuff too. What a week. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired already. Yeah. Okay, and week two. Let's go. <laughs> this is going to be an absolute nightmare trying to get all the links. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. That is how my life is every week. That is uh, literally really? how I live my life. I have something on every day. I obviously take rest days and evenings. I need alone time as well. But I think I use my time so well that like I don't need to carve out too much alone time because I always give myself like two hours in the morning to like do journaling meditate yoga go for a walk the minute i wake up i go for a walk like Time i do all up. this stuff i wake up at like eight o'clock and normal time how do you get so much done <laughs> <laughs> i'm efficient with my time yeah. i'm definitely efficient with my time and i just book things in and i know when they're booked it means i have to do something else within two hours that day mm. so i just like do it do it get it in the slots yeah. Um, but yeah, if you look to my calendar this week, I can give you like my full event calendar. I'm really like, let it snow tomorrow. Adam Rua in the sound house. Tuesday, the flow show. Wednesday, I'm actually practicing singing with Jeff, a musician. Thursday, um, Coastline Grass Club have a gig, uh, and then there's other things going on. <laughs> How do you actually like <laughs> organize? Is that something that you you take the effort to like write down, or you've got like your Google calendar? Google calendar. Yeah, yeah, something like that. In. Yeah. Have you always been that way? Um, have I always been that way? I mean, as like, I, I'm not going to compare my teenage self to my adult self. No. I would say when I moved to New York, I started using a calendar, yeah, because there were so many fun things going on and I didn't want to like miss anything or overlap anything. So I would start writing it in my calendar. Say, mm. I'd say for the last seven years, yeah, I've been like that. And what's your, like, I know you, you said you were talking to the, the partner that you have 
um, was Scotty said that you have with, with the flow show you say like oh you know long term plans for this and how are we going to do it um, where do you see that type of thing going the flow show yeah um, so you know what I really didn't start it with a long term intention I just wanted to like you know create the community so but yeah over the year I've kind of had some ideas and nothing's in the works yet it's all just like maybe mm. but um I ended up being in, I ended up meeting this guy who played at the flow show that lives in Kilkenny mm-hmm. and I was in Kilkenny visiting my sister mm-hmm. and he was there doing his own open mic and I was like flow show on the road so then I was like okay I want to get like six or eight of my favorite artists or the best or the strongest artists and I want to bring them to a different county once a month next year okay. and like bring them around on like a little tour and like I know it's 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 just as easy as like calling up a venue, asking them can you set it up, you know, putting up a load of posters and getting down there. Obviously we would need to like finance it in some way, like how are we gonna get there, where are we gonna stay? Um so like the goal would be to like get sponsors, get funding, like I've applied to the Arts Council and things like that, like nothing's come through, but that's all like a work in progress. Yeah. I would love to do flow show on the road. Um and I'm also applying for stages at the festivals next year, like EP and like um what is it called uh, not body and soul the other one um, all together now yeah and things like that you have so. your own stage mm-hmm. very cool yeah, yeah. Smithfield had, had done that last year yeah. I think Circles have their own stage it's do very do. doable like mm. it's just like a little niche small stages the festivals love it so that would be something and then um, there's like other bigger ideas that I'm working with someone mm. that I can't talk about TBC <laughs> yeah TBC yeah. but like definitely um I would say like I had a goal in my mind that in two years time I want to be working full time in like music and events nice. not necessarily for someone else because I don't really want to run someone else's event mm-hmm. I want to run my own and I really like the community I've created and yeah. I think I would love to bring them with me on the same journey Gives you energy yeah, yeah definitely yeah. cool yeah nice. I think it's actually not, what were you saying about getting it on the road just for people like the majority of people who listen to this are you know that kind of it's that multicultural aspect of Dublin who are trying to get a little bit of information about how they can live in Dublin better and, mm-hmm. and these types of things mm-hmm. um, and one thing we always say to people although this is called a life in Dublin is to really try and get out of Dublin yeah. if you can because That's a lot right. of Ireland I mean Ireland is very different to Dublin mm-hmm. very different mm-hmm. I mean it's the same with any capital yeah. of mm-hmm. any country but there's a lot to be discovered out there yeah. if, if you have that type of show where I don't know as you said it's in Kilkenny um, the flow show in, in Kilkenny yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> has a ring to it but like you know somebody who might be just have moved here be like oh yeah I kind of wanted to go there going to Kilkenny this is a good opportunity for me there to be with a community in Kilkenny and get to meet people and then you know go see the castle and all the mm-hmm. rest of it so I think it is quite a good idea and people can yeah. get a bit of value out of that mm-hmm. and if it's good. just once a month like people would be happy to go to yeah. random county random 20 town euro on the train easy, you know easy. we're going to crash on our friends everyone has a house somewhere mm-hmm. in some county yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah like the reason and then it was actually kind of John kind of inspired me John Tracy really talented musician um, he was the one who kind of said wow like there's so much going on in Dublin like you'd never get an open mic like this down in Kilkenny so I was like, okay, well, what if I bring like three or four acts and then have half of the night as those features and then half the other half are open mics, you know what I mean? Like, cause there's so many 
obviously there's so many talented musicians in every county yeah. you know what I mean they just need the opportunity to have a stage yeah. provided for them yeah nice. so yeah, yeah could do that because I remember uh, Tommy Tiernan did a similar idea where he called, it was called the, the world tour of Ireland and uh, <laughs> he went to every he went to all these tiny little town halls all around Ireland and like uh, I'm from a small enough town in the south of Sligo but to have Tommy Tiernan playing in the venue was just kind of gas yeah. but everybody kind of oh, went amazing. to these things so it's kind of if you bring that opportunity or if you bring that kind of excitement to a place people are like this is new we yeah. might as well go and check it out so it's yeah. a nice idea yeah thank you mm. very cool and mm-hmm. um, Derbida thanks so much for doing this really oh, appreciate it no uh, we could have definitely chatted for a lot longer mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> we the reason we have to cut it we got someone else coming in in a few minutes amazing so, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, so thanks so much for taking the time do you want to give one last shout out to the flow show like the dates times okay, place cool. to go all that best of it yeah um, well it's usually on every Tuesday um, whenever this comes out <laughs> the last two dates of just of 2022 are the 13th as in two days time and then the 20th mm-hmm. which is the Christmas extravaganza where I've selfishly handpicked all my favourite acts to come back and play the last show of the year it's going to be unreal um, yeah so the flow show T-H-E-F-L-O-S-H-O no W the flow show cool we'll put a link to it anyway yep. in the- that's the Instagram and it's all on the Instagram we don't have a website it's just like there if you want to sign up come to me we take musicians poets um, comedians magic drag dance we've had everything at this point so if you want to sign up and in 2023 you're going straight back in January or January 24th is the first show and it's every Tuesday in 2023 we're booked in in the workman's perfect cool mm-hmm. perfect. perfect yes thanks Alma I know thank you thank guys you. thank Derbna thank <laughs> you, you, can work, you can work on it yeah. yeah. thanks for listening guys all the best bye bye <laughs> <laughs>